You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rodgers under center, single back offense. Motion by Watson to the left side. Give to Christian Watson, Watson. around the left end. There he goes. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. He leaps into the end zone for the dagger. Touchdown. Christian Watson, the rookie, delivers the dagger. His second rushing touchdown of the season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. Check us out online at packernet.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Buss. With me are my co-hosts, Tony, Justin, and PJ. Just want to take a second. (laughs) Peach. Take a second and let everyone know that today's show is brought to you by Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry, Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry, or FGR, was birthed out of a burden to help those in our community and congregations who have come out of a difficult past or an addictive lifestyle and who feel the need to devote their lives to Christ or His church. That website is fertilegroundranch.org. Again, fertilegroundranch.org. All right, and we'll get into um, our 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 donations that we did because we were a little lucky this last week for once on today's podcast however we are going to be reviewing that amazing finish in chicago we're going to look over news and notes other things around the nfl some scores um like i said we're going to be happy to report that we finally have a win i don't remember yeah it was DraftKings, and then the underdog didn't go so well but we'll we'll go over that and um we got like i said some money to donate i donated that already which i said earlier we're going to break down how we did in our leagues we're going to get our general thoughts on the, the game on twitter i i got the receipt though <laughs> just in case anybody wants to start talking smack i figured i better keep that <laughs> stash it away knowing how he said it in our in our group chat just so everyone knows well just because yeah i mean i want you guys to know that there's no funny business going on this ain't like some cryptocurrency like ponzi scheme you know what i mean so <laughs> Uh, but anyways, let's uh, thoughts. We'll get our thoughts on going forward into the bye week, which always sucks. But you know, it's the bye week, so. And then um, we're gonna check in with the fellows, like we always do. And um, Tony has had a very interesting weekend. I don't want to. Uh, did he I, win a million dollars? He did not win a million dollars, but he did oh. burden himself with a lifetime of responsibilities and uh, stress. So Tony, why don't you explain <laughs> to the guys what you did? Yes, yeah, so I'm having a 
kid full time by myself was not enough. So I thought, you know what would be even smarter with my busy travel schedule for work is to get a puppy and not just any puppy, a husky puppy. So it's real low energy, you know, real calm. It's science. Go along with my really calm kid. So we've had a we've had an exciting day and a half so far. That thing looks like a killer. It looks vicious, but it's a real sweet little <laughs> puffball right now. Allegedly. Yeah, I actually had her out, out for a little uh, walk and run today a little bit. And she just started like going bananas on a plant, and I was like, "Oh, she's got some killer in her for sure." So she she'll be uh she'll be fun when she gets a little bigger. Mason's gonna be in for a world of hurt once the dog's a little bigger than he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Justin, how about yourself? Did you buy any animals this weekend? I did not buy any <laughs> animals, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, my house yeah. is is still uh, pet free. Actually, we are uh, oh, our guys- four boys are crazy enough destroying everything. So. We don't need to add any any pets at the time. You should but, get uh, things get destroyed already. Might as well have a pet. I was, was gonna say you should get a dog, <laughs> and then they can just chase each other around at least and get tired. So, nah. dude, can you guys imagine how bad his wife would beat him if he came home with a dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about that is she's the one always begging for dog. I know you're you're gonna call me hateful again, but I'm the hateful one Justin, that yeah. I I put the stop to the. Sure you did in this house because I can picture you know Justin just walking into like the pound and just like shutting the puppies and be like, "You're gonna be here forever, you little puppy." Gosh, that's Justin's that's so that's hateful, taking it a little far. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, no, she she really does her her uh, her dad, my father in law. He actually trains dogs, so she she's grown up with dogs her whole life. And I don't know, we we spent a. a decent amount of money on our house so that all of our boys could have their own bedroom. Every did a bunch of construction on the house and I just brand new furniture, all that stuff. I just, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to leave pets out for a while. Is it just me or did Justin just humbly brag like four times? I was just going to say, I, did, I didn't even. <laughs> now we're going to call him boastful yeah. Justin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not going to lie. I got a big square footage. Not, no, you know, it's not. Like, like, new furniture. Like Everything's the best. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um paul i don't know why but what how are you well why why should i know how was your weekend uh what do you, you mean terrific you narrowly escaped um losing to the jets so that's a thing right i didn't even know the vikings Narrow, played narrowly what do you mean you didn't know the vikings what is wrong i don't know didn't what know. do you mean narrowly like as if it's not narrowly you guys literally almost lost because what's it barrios couldn't catch that stupid ball hey hey were you watching the Packers game or the Vikings game? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I know the Packers score. We ended up winning like oh. by a decent amount. By the way, let's get into that. Green Bay Packers 28, Chicago Bears 19. Mr. Aaron Rodgers was 18 to 31 for 182, one touchdown, no interceptions. Didn't look great. He was not sacked, though. That's pretty impressive. Mr. Justin Fields, 20 at 25 for 254. And look, guys, that's going to look like a crazy good stat line on the surface. But the second, the second that that guy was forced to actually play NFL quarterback in a game winning situation, he threw two picks. So the majority of that yardage came off two passes. And unfortunately, it was from our boy Jair. I was going to get into that. How how does he get a 56 yard pass from Equinamius St. Brown? From I mean, Jair biting too hard. He. He to was be trying fair, to jump the play. And- I will say, to be fair, I like him being aggressive because we can see, obviously, that he, you know, he, he sometimes he knows what he's doing. Um, he had an interception in this game, which 
was a was a game changer. And um, if I, if he's going to give up those big plays as long as long as he comes up with the interception at the end of the game, I'm right. not going to be. And mad that's the at thing him. is it's it's if if the risk is worth the reward, I guess. And in this game, it the was, juice is worth the squeeze. If that boom nailed it. That's amazing. And then as far as the Russian game I was going to say goes, the same thing, Justin. You read my mind. <laughs> no, you weren't, Paul. That's what I do, Paul. Gosh. I don't just hate. I read your mind, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hateful mind reader. All right, so Aaron or Aaron Dillon. A.J. Dillon had 18 carries, 93 yards, averaging 5.2, had a touchdown. He had a long of 21. I swear to God, when 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 it hits December, something about this guy, just he turns into like, zoop, 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 like Super Mario <laughs> mode. He, and then, and, could you do that one more time? Zoop, 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 I think is what it was. And uh, he just, like, guys just bounce off of him. When they try to tackle him, he just, and I, I still wish that he could get a little more. I wish that whatever personal trainers or whatever are working with him, that they could work on his burst because it looks like it just takes him, you know, he's a he's a big locomotive train and it takes him a minute to get going. And I feel like if he could just get a quicker burst, that he, I mean, he's unstoppable. You can't tackle that guy. He's going to fall forward for four yards. Christian Watson had one carry, one for 46 yards. He averaged 46 uh, yards, guys. I don't know if you guys know math, but that's how that works. Uh, he oh, had I a touchdown. Dude, he hit the burners and he was at 21, I think, point did, something. What was it? Uh, tw- 21 something. But did, did you guys see? The uh, the tweet that Clayton put out of the different angle of him running yes. that touchdown, that whew, that you know boy what's is more fast. hilarious though is the people that are in the video talking, uh, their accents is like, oh, yup, now let's go. Like, see? <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that. I, I watched it at work. It was really good. And then, like, as he scored, he's like, all right, let's go now. Let's beat him. Let's go. Like, he's is, he's out of there. I'm a, I'm a, is that? I'm assuming that's Canadian. No, I think they're so just I, really youpers or something like that. Like they're they're really, really laying it on thick. But you find certain pockets in Wisconsin, and that's how everybody talks. You know? And then Justin Fields again, six carries for seventy-one yards, averaging eleven point eight. That's not great. He had that crazy long touchdown for fifty-five yards. Montgomery was actually held in check quite quite decently. Uh, Fourteen carries, sixty-one yards, averaging four point four. He did get that touchdown, which was pretty ugh, whatever. As far as the receiving, yeah, it was. And as far as the receiving goes, old fateful Mr. Alan Lazard, five receptions, 67 yards. He was targeted only six times, so he he was pretty efficient. Christian Watson, three catches, 48 yards, one touchdown. And I was really impressed on that comeback, you know, kind of scramble drill that he did because, I mean, Rodgers threw that ball right into his breadbasket, but it it took him a lot of wherewithal and, and, you know, skill to, to just tuck that away and and make he sure took a he, little bit of a hit on the back end when he caught he that did too. and that guy got held all freaking day dude he I'm did sorry the refs and i know that's a you know it's a such a cliche thing oh the refs were really bad they were really bad like they were sounds like a packer fan they called aaron, aaron uh, aj dylan <laughs> why do i keep doing that they keep they called aj dylan down when he clearly wasn't and then denied that we could review the play because they blew the whistle or whatever the case you was are one um, on the loser. bear side the receiving yard leader is uh, it's eq man eq their best receiver is a guy we cut did, did you see then, the the post game interview when jair called him a scrub <laughs> i did not see and that. then and then supposedly he felt bad about it so he texted eq and said he apologized to him oh, boom man. 
Roast. You know I honestly kind of like it. But I mean, Equinemius, he got targeted only four times, three catches, 85 yards, and that was a long of 56. So Cole Komet, he was weirdly. Um, I was going to start that guy in one of my daily fantasy leagues, and I thought, nah, maybe I shouldn't. And then Nikhil Harry, the guy that, you know, I think the Patriots drafted him, supposed to be some phenom, kind of has fallen off. And, of course, he gets that that on Jair, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure he – Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then Chase Claypool, we quieted him down a little bit. He got five catches but only for 28 yards, and he was in and out of the game with some injuries. So that's something to keep an eye on. On the defensive side of the ball, real quick – Devondre Campbell was our leading tackler, followed by Jair, then by Quay. I'm really just – I think Quay needs to – I really hope that this guy ends up being something decent because right now it's – He's, he's a rookie, like a, man. He's a rookie. I'm, I'm really hoping that's what it is. But on the other end of the ball, another rookie from Wisconsin, Jack Sanborn. I'm sorry, man. That guy looks amazing. He looks really, really good. He can play the run. He can play the pass. He's He, he can do coverage. He was their leading tackler with 11 – Total nine solo. He had a tackle for a loss. I mean, the guy, he's a Wisconsin Badger man. He went over Leo Chanel, who went in the, I believe, late. Gosh, Jake Shaving's going to kill me now. I think he said late third. Um, yeah, he's a bear correct. now, so. Yeah, screw him. Um, did y'all have any comments or real, um, you know, anything you want to talk about on the game? I just, I was going to read a couple of Rogers quotes and maybe a LaFleur quote, quote, and then we'll, uh, we'll move on. But do you have any guys, anything you want to say? I'll let one of them guys go first. Tony, what Tony? are you thinking? Uh, I was I was pretty concerned that it was going to be like a season over, team gives up as soon as they house that one long touchdown run by Fields. But uh, it was nice to see him rally and get back in it. I know it's just the Bears, and, and uh, neither of us are very good right now. But our offense uh, scored some points like we have been. I think we've been in top five or ten. Um so I think I don't know. It, it was uh, comforting to see, but obviously that's uh, you know we still got a long ways to go before we're competitive. So yeah, I agree. Um, one thing I just wanted to highlight real quick: Rogers led three fourth quarter scoring drives. Receiver Christian Watson took an end around forty six yards for a touchdown in the closing minutes after Jair Alexander intercepted Justin Fields, and Green Bay rallied to beat Chicago, obviously twenty eight to nineteen. <laughs> Roger said there was probably a lot of people that felt good at 1910, and so did I. Uh, <laughs> it, that was Rogers. AJ Dillon ran for a 21 yard touchdown in the opening minute of the fourth. Mason Crosby kicked a 32 yard field goal to give Green Bay a 2019 lead with just under five minutes left after Chicago's Cairo Santos had a 40 yard attempt blocked, which as that much was as we nice. We we rag on the um the special I think teams. La- Dean Lowry snagged I, that. I want to say that it was Dean Lowry. So I can't find that anywhere for whatever reason. I'm um ninety nine percent positive that it was Dean Lowry. You guys are a bunch of Dean Lowry haters, if I remember the last uh, week. I, I don't I don't hate on him as much as a lot of Packer fans. Do. I'm I, not a I Dean think, Lowry. I think, I think he's just a guy. I don't think he's great. I I'm think he fits his role. He's worthless. He's terrible. He's all yeah, Tony's a hater. The kick. Alrighty then. Tony's a hater. Yeah. Listen. Just not an NFL talent. He, this is he's Tony. A, that that may be true, mediocre. but this is his best statistical. He's like year, a five-year starter. Yeah, he's, he's just more. a guy. He's just a guy. And, and in Tony's words, the first football. In Tony's words, he's just not that cool. All right, he's, like, he's he seems really cool. to always come up with a, a decent play against the Bears for whatever yeah. reason. Well, I feel you like you know what? I'll take that. I'll take I that. think all pearl talent. No. 
Sure. Um, I We're just not going to go there. I wanted to highlight this real quick just because we don't usually do this, but I thought it would be um, worthwhile. So the first quarter scoring started with the Chicago field goal, ended with the uh, Justin Fields 55-yard touchdown run. That right there, I was – I thought we were dead in the water. I was so distraught. I was very angry. Second quarter, we start with a field goal. I think, okay, maybe. And then David Montgomery runs that touchdown. And I think, ah, the world's ending. I hate everyone. Then touchdown to Christian Watson. And I thought, oh, okay, Christian Watson. All right. And then yeah, we got I, feel, the f- I feel like in the in the Discord chat for the for Packer Night, we were that's all where kinda, it changed. Sky, yeah. sky is falling. <laughs> yeah. Like just even just if you listen to Ryan's newest podcast or latest podcast where he does a live. I didn't realize that Ryan, he's exactly like all of us. He, I shall call him Mini-Me. He just doesn't sh- uh, do it publicly, which he now did, where he's reacting to the game, and he <laughs> he just hates everything. He's like, this team sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then as we're getting better and better and better and better, he's just kind of like, oh, my God, here we go. All right, we got it. All right, cool. All right, we got it. It, it um, was fun to watch, man. Like, It was a good game. It We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know. Like, like I said, like I said on 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 the post game show that we did with Clayton last night. I really was among the camp that I really would have. I I would really the Packers rather the Packers. Are you guys both on the post game show now? I I hopped on um, yesterday, just yesterday actually. Yeah, Justin only scored one time. I I caught myself. Thank you. Well, you didn't finish the cuss word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then Jacob congratulated me like three times for not cussing. I was just to kind of keep reminding you not to keep cussing. Yeah. So, but um, it. Oh, damn it! Now I can't. <laughs> but no, real quick I, game game. What? What? Do you have something important? Nope. To nope, say? nope okay. Game leaders. 
Rodgers had 182, one yard, uh, one touchdown. Fields, 254, but two interceptions. Like I said, that's that's the end of the game right there. The team stats, total yards. Green Bay actually had less total yards, 357 to Chicago's 409. But the big key of the game, Mr. Uh, Chicago Bear guy, he had three turnovers. The uh, Green Bay guy had no turnovers there. So uh, Mr. Alan Lazard was the leading receiver. He always just quietly is our leading receiver, even though he's not doing much. 67 yards on five catches. Equinemia St. Brown, as we talked about, three receptions, 85 yards. And uh, the first downs, Green Bay had 21 to their 15. I don't really want to get into any more stats like that. Um, I know you guys are sick of PFF, but I do want to highlight quickly that Elton Jenkins was our highest graded player on offense which is great to see he had an 83.5 grade followed by 80 aj dylan and christian watson that being said also on the defensive side didn't look great but again glimmer of hope Devonte wyatt are almost an elite grade 87.7 that's unlimited snaps i think it's like nine or ten or something like that but then Keyshawn nixon 83.5 Razul douglas 79 tj slayton another young guy 76.8 and then who are we talking smack about? Mr. Dean Lowry is our number one guy on special teams. We actually had two guys that are in elite categories, Dean Lowry and you Eric know Wilson. Why he probably got that grade. Because he blocked a freaking kick. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, real quick, before we get into these uh, debates, what do you guys think? In your opinion right now, I mean, I know mine because I'm going to be going to the uh, the Rams Packers game. I paid are a you? lot of money to get into these. Shut up! And we're gonna. I paid <laughs> a lot of money to get into these box suites. Me and Clayton are going to be there. I think Sam Holman's going to be there. I think there's going to be other Packernet people there. Justin's going to be there. <laughs> Tony hopefully is going to be there. Um, still waiting to hear on that. Still waiting to hear <laughs> on that. Guy's dragging his feet like carrying a dead body. Anyway, like it's not he has a two weeks now. away. He can't be there. Yeah, he's got a puppy. You can't be here, bro. Sucks. Sorry. But um, Justin, what do you think? Alpha. Do would uh, would you rather? I mean, you're you're paying to see this game, so your your opinion is pretty important. What would you rather be seeing, Aaron? Over Rogers. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I said this last week. I I would rather Jordan Love just finish the season. I know mathematically we're not we're not technically eliminated, but we are pretty much out. And I feel like we need to concentrate on the future. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd really like to see the next five games of what our future is possibly going to look like. Now, I want to see Jordan Love throw the ball to Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Are you aware that Goody? apparently released a statement today saying that he wants Aaron Rodgers back next year, yep. but that it will be a an off-season, basically, conversation. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah, and it's and the whole point of that wasn't the Packers' decision. It was, is does Aaron Rodgers want to come back? They're not going right. to, they're not going to get rid of him. If, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, He's going to play one more season and then he's going to retire. And then we're going to have Jordan love on his fifth year. But if say the Packers compete a lot better next year, we're not going to get to see Jordan love start five, six games in a row. You know what I mean? So now is the time it would be the perfect time, not only to get a good look at him, but also for his personal experience, let the dude start five games in a row. Even if he's not going to start next year, he's going to, he's going to get, that opportunity to get in there and show what he's got. It's going to make him feel more comfortable so that when he is a starter, he's going to be better. At least I think. I agree. Tony's trade bait or he's trade bait. 
That's I don't, actually I, good. I, I, I kind of felt that way for a long time, but just out of seeing the flashes from the dude, I, I, I think they believe in him. I think they're at least going to give him a shot. Well, well, well. How the turntables. Yeah. They don't have to give him a big contract, you know, let him play that that fifth year option. And if he's horrible, then kick him out and try again. Tony, any thoughts? It's probably time, although we got all this money tied up in Rogers and any chance they have to make the postseason and prolong his interest in staying with us and, you know, us uh, continuing to be a winning franchise. I personally don't think Jordan Love is that sweet. I don't think he's going to be that good in the NFL. You also said that Josh Jacobs wasn't that cool. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, for you know, every Josh Jacobs, there's another call too, Justin. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what the right call is. It's probably time to get Love in there and try to get what we can out of him, see if he's anything or, or try I, to get I'm now I'm now at the point where – I just want us. If we keep winning, then I'm okay with Rogers staying there, just because I want. If we keep winning, and if this team somehow finds a fire, I want them to keep that fire burning. I still do think, in my opinion, that if we put Love in earlier, we probably would have won more games, just because we're sticking to the <laughs> game plan, all that kind of stuff. Throw me a freaking bone here. Shut up, Paul. I bet you we could put love <laughs> in for Kirk Cousins and y'all be like freaking undefeated. Shut up. Um, <laughs> what I want to do real quick is move on to some real quick fantasy scores for the this is just for week 13, guys. So I just wanted to highlight some of the um the really ballers, right? That, that if 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 I want to look here and see if there's anywhere that we could have actually made a deal, you know what I'm saying? As far as our the PJs of the football world. We'll the PJs. So when I look at the top five for quarterbacks as far as what their fantasy score was this is a ppr league guys from fantasypros.com we got jalen hurts joe burrow geno smith jared goff and justin fields followed by patrick mahomes and then mike white Uh uh-huh yeah told you guys uh mr aaron Rodgers is only ranked 18th and that's in week 18 or i'm sorry week 13 and then let's go ahead to the running backs real quick christian mccaffrey so that one count like if you're going to pay, you're going to pay and you get that re- reward. Tony Pollard, that's one that's a really good discount. Samaje Pirine, a guy that I said on the last podcast that I really liked, he, uh, Mixon ended up not being a go. So he ended up, you know, uh, starting and he, he's the third ranked overall running back, followed by DeAndre Swift, followed by Tony's, the guy that he hates, Mr. Josh Jacobs. And then our own AJ Dillon was number six. That's pretty cool. On to wide receivers, Devontae Adams crushed it, absolutely crushed it. 37.7 points, followed by Amon Ra, who another guy that we said we need we need to get into this, into this lineup. And then followed by um, A.J. Brown, who's just been a steady Eddie, followed by Tyreek Hill, same thing. Tyler Lockett, by D, and then followed by D.K. Metcalf. Those guys have just kind of been one and one. Then Terry McLaurin, another guy that I thought we should get into a lineup. Then our own Christian Watson, awesome. 24.4 points, followed by Garrett Wilson, another guy that we said needed to be in the lineup, and he was in our lineup, and that's why we actually got some money. This is going to be a very interesting tight end grouping, though, because this is not what anyone I guarantee you had in their in their in their bingo card. Greg Dulich, Dulcich, Dulich from Denver, 14.5. <laughs> Noah Fant, who basically was traded to Denver or traded from Denver to Seattle because of the uh, Wilson trade there. 14.2, followed by Evan Ingram, Cole Komet, Greg Everett, 
Chikigzim Okwanu? Ridiculous. That's a name. You really nailed that. Pat Freemuth, and then Mark Andrews is eighth, and then this is more crazy. Travis Kelsey is 12th, followed by TJ Hawkinson at 14th. Like, that was not something I expected. Um, I just. Why my preseason, I talked about my tight end strategy of (laughs) Tirashino. Mark Andrews, number two. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about overall tight end production, sir, because if we do, I can pull up those receipts if you'd like to. Okay, moving on, because my yeah. strategy still holds true. Now, the underdog fantasy review. What we did, we did Kirk Cousins, Brian Robinson Jr. with the big hat, Jamal Williams, Garrett Wilson, and TJ Hawkinson. So really, when you look at this, it's the Vikings that screwed us and the Lions. So, oh gosh, I shouldn't be surprised. Kirk Cousins was supposed to get an interception. He did not. Ryan Robinson Jr. was supposed to get rush over 59 and a half. He did. He got almost 100. Jamal Williams was supposed to get over 58 and a half. He did not. Only got 35. Garrett Wilson was only supposed to get five receptions. Ended up with eight against that Vikings defense. And then TJ Hawkinson, he was supposed to get higher than 45.5 receiving yards. Ended up with 33. So, that stinks. A bit. But the DraftKings review. Now, here we go. This is where we won some money for FGR, Fertile Ground Ranch. We had a starting quarterback at Trevor Lawrence, running back Montgomery, other running back Brian Robinson Jr., other wide receiver, St. Brown, Christian Kirk, Christian Watson. We had Kittle in there. And then Garrett Wilson as well. Like I said, these are the guys that I specifically uh, pulled for. We had the Seahawks defense. Trevor Lawrence got a 16 points. Montgomery, 16. Robin Robinson, 13. Did you just try taking credit? Crikey! Yeah. St. Brown, 37 points. <laughs> Christian Watson, 24.4. And then when we won the big money, I put us into a uh, heads-up matchup against the Green Bay versus Chicago. I won 20 bucks. It doesn't sound great, but I was 13th overall out of 792 players. So that was oh pretty God, cool. Bro. I had Dylan as my captain. Fields. AJ Jones or AJ Jones, Aaron Jones, CJ. Why can't I talk words with the mouth stuff? Christian with. Watson, Claypool, and Equinamius. And had I just switched, I think Claypool for Montgomery, I would have been in first place. So better luck next time. Me. Were those the same? Were they the same price? Um, they were. They were within my price range, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yep. Yeah, it was a. It was a. Tough one, but Talks to suck, I think is what they say. Shut up, Oof. Meg. Don't be so rude. This is for the Lord, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Dum, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, Manchu versus the Jay Young Packer night. I don't really want to talk that going? about it. <laughs> I do. I do. I love it. Was it was like David going up against Goliath, but then Goliath just ended up weighing. Hey, you know what? You actually are holding it closer than I thought it was going to happen. No, I'm I'm done. It's over. Well, yeah, but I'm only beating you by 10. I still got the rest of Kamara's game, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, it was... I, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I'm like 200 points ahead of second place. Hmm. Good for you, In the league. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm, it just was a curious... <laughs> hey, Paul... <laughs> Twice Paul is... in one podcast. Paul. Paul is ranked number three, so that's the thing. I'm now at Ranked eighth, but Tony dead last. Dead last. Dead last. 
Absolutely last. And then the nightly, I guess, I, I guess America doesn't want to come back. I guess that doesn't. Not this year. In the night league, I just want to highlight this real quick. Um, I am going to win, and I'm going to be at least tied for first place, I believe. I'm going against Schlitz Sleepers. And, guy, come on, man. At least try. He's got a guy on IR, two guys on IR, and a guy that's out in his starting lineup. Like, come on, man. He's got a cool name. Yeah, I guess. Is that a a Ryan reference? It's a Ryan, yeah, Schlitz Sleepers. You are one pathetic. He's not very good at fantasy football, though. No, he's not. No, he's not. So, uh, we got two. Well, we only have four minutes, so perfect. We can wrap this episode up real quick here. Um, just want to go ahead and go over. <sighs> Actually, you know what? Real quick, Tony in the night league, he's gonna beat Mister Robert, Mister Rogers' neighbors, and he's ranked fourth. He can slip into a three-way. Ooh, Tony can either be tied for first. No, I believe he's only gonna possibly be in second. But that being said, that's it's kind of good for you, Tony. Some, you know. You gotta you gotta find a win somewhere. Um second chance news. always always not does. just not in the league that matters. Nah, well, I mean they're both okay. No, uh, Kenneth, no, Ken- the one that matters most is the one we're all four in. Oh, that's true. Kenneth Walker the third, dealing with a strain in his foot. Pete Carroll said that on some sort of like podcast that he's never really seen something like this before. And I don't really understand what that means. Baker, Baker Mayfield got waived by the Panthers on Monday. So who it's kind of wild. He just, but he requested, I believe to get released. So yeah, you know. I, I saw that he requested and they were out of respect. They just, it's <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. Like, okay, like, <laughs> like, yeah, right. You're giving me an out. Okay, cool. Oh, bye, Baker. You think the so, Niners are going to pick him up? No, I, you know what I think? I think the Rams are going to get him, and I think that we're going to see him in, in two weeks when we're there. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so I was going to say 49ers Garoppolo has a broken foot. He's out for the season. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's injury won't end the quarterback season. My God. Closing thoughts to anyone. Anybody got anything to say? Never mind. If you guys want to give us a question, it's on PackerNetFantasy at Chivo.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's been a... It's been a day, but hey, we have a Packers win. Even bad luck Paul gets to celebrate a Vikings win. I mean, it's all around an okay day. We are going to have a bye week, so we're going to do a little bit different stuff in the next episode. We'll probably focus more on overall NFL fantasy, and then that will be leading us into the Rams-Packers matchup, which, like I said, a lot of the Packer Night Fantasy team is going to be there in person, so we'll have some pretty good exclusive content for you as always guys thank you for tuning in to the packernet podcast go pack go and bears still suck f tom brady Ooh, I like f tom brady <laughs> all right tony have fun with your puppy